0: Here's a few exciting scenes from tonight's episode of the Tom Gully Show. Sounds to me like you're really not a very big fan of love at all. Oh, can you blame me? I've been doing this for centuries and it never turns out well. Let's say two crazy kids actually start dating. Yeah, first date, he's looking into her eyes and she takes a stab at her salad and some of that tomato juice squirts in his eye. And that amino acid gets in there, takes a couple of days, and slowly works its way through the lining of his tear duct and causes an irritation. And then, you know, where are you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Pretty soon that thing's all infected and swells up the size of a grapefruit, and now your new girlfriend's looking at you like you're a shanker from the neck up. That thing's oozing and finally busts open like nobody's business and all that pus and bacteria and whatnot just gush all over everything, contaminating it forever. Yeah, love. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a wheelbarrow of it, and don't spare the surgical gloves while you're at it. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised it's time america mr and Mrs. north and south american all the ships at sea let's go to press so sit back buckle in place your tray table in its upright locked position and get ready for big time radio friends it's time for Should the wagon roll. Good evening. It is Tuesday, February 18th, 2014, episode 193. I'm Tom Gully and tonight on the Tom Gully Show. Love week on the Tom Gully Show concludes with a blockbuster interview. Many, many, many people wanted him this week, but only one show got him. The hottest ticket in the Valentine's Day universe, Cupid himself. Yeah, that's right. We'll talk with the God of love about the greatest love affairs of all time, the best and worst things about love, and even if Cupid himself has ever fallen and fallen hard. We'll talk with the little bow and arrow wielding love God. Cupid himself, tonight on the Tom Gully Show. Yeah, and it's time to play the tone. let the truth ladies and gentlemen. Last year's traffic death toll was 37,500, a 7% increase over 1950. The National Safety Council believes that the best way to promote safety on the road is for each of us to know and obey traffic laws, to read and heed traffic signs. So be careful. The life you save may be your own. Hey there, I love Tom Gunn. And I love to watch The Tom Gully Show. So if you want to check it out, just give it a shout at TomGullyShow.com. You're listening to The Tom Gully Show. We're lucky enough today to be talking with perhaps the world's greatest symbol of Valentine's Day, Cupid himself. Uh, In classical mythology, Cupid is the well-known god of desire, erotic love, uh, attraction, and affection. And in contemporary popular culture, Cupid is shown drawing his bow to inspire romantic love, uh, often as the icon of Valentine's Day. Many times seen as the catalyst for love, love affairs, and lust. We're so proud to have him on the program tonight. Uh, Welcome to Cupid, if you say so. Now, we've all made it through another Valentine's Day. As the god of love and attraction, how did the holiday go for you this year? Well, how the hell do you think it went? Like it always does. It was a damn madhouse. Every random guy out there with a hormone in a blind testosterone-glycerin rush... To get a trinket for his best gal, rubbernecking, gawking, nobody paying attention, nobody focused. All the last second half-ass types all in one place, all at one time, hopped up on erections and Red Bull. Pretty much a non-stop kick in the scrotum for me. Wow. Uh, are, are you sure you're Cupid? I, I always thought Cupid was full of love and happiness. And you seem about as happy as a guy trying to crap uh twisted pringles can lid well you've been through what i've been through in the past week and you would be a little grouchy too there cupcake what what do you mean i thought you loved valentine's day oh you're kidding me right you think i love hearing some gassy spinster in a dingy house coat complaining nobody's gonna show up in a tux with a dozen roses huh You think I love it when some trucker's watching cheaters and his boxers elbow deep in a bucket of Kentucky pride wondering when Miss America's gonna knock on his door and on him? You think I love it when a zit-faced bagger at the local grocery goes goofy for the girl with the big hooters that works in the bakery? That's unlike love to you, buddy, huh? Well, okay, maybe not Romeo and Juliet, but love has to take many, many forms, doesn't it? Sure it does. Let me just vividly bring to life the many forms that love takes for you, okay? Work with me here. Think about the last time you were in a public place, why don't you? Now think of all those people who were around you at the library or the post office or the ball game, whatever it was, except they're all stark naked. Try imagining the ladies at the local diner being naked. Then try keeping down solid food for a week. That's my life. Want to trade? Yeah, no offense, but I mean that is your job, right? Oh, my job, my job. Okay, let me paint a picture for you. Think about your wrinkled old great grandmother giving lavish oral pleasure to. Okay, 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 okay. I, I get your point. I get your point. Stop, 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 uh-huh. stop. Yeah, yeah. Now try doing that a couple billion times every February, pal. Well, let's back up here. I think everyone is under the assumption that you're actually enjoying being Cupid, that you're a willing participant, that you are actually having a good time. Well, at first, I was, yeah. This whole thing started off with me fixing up a couple friends, Marge and Steve. She was a homebody with a slight mustache. He was a bachelor with a limp. Not exactly the hardest fix-up in history, but word gets out, and all of a sudden, there's a line around the block. I can see where that would get tiring hiring are you kidding me i can't hit a 7-eleven without everybody coming up to me all oh so joanne in accounting is she digging my vibe or oh, mr jenkins ever noticed me i made him a special pencil holder last week you know just to drive people away i got a bow and arrow and threatened to shoot anyone through the heart that hassled me so that's how the bow and arrow thing got started boy you'd think that would slow people down wouldn't you I'll shoot you in the heart with this arrow if you don't leave me alone. But no, these sadistic love junkies are just like, go ahead. I'd love a sharp, pointy object in my aortic cavity. Beats the torment of being alone. Most of them beg me to do it. Sounds to me like you're really not a very big fan of love at all. Oh, can you blame me? I've been doing this for centuries, and it never turns out well. Let's say two crazy kids actually start dating. Yeah, first date, he's looking into her eyes and she takes a stab at her salad and some of that tomato juice squirts in his eye and that amino acid gets in there, takes a couple of days It slowly works its way through the lining of his tear duct and causes an irritation and then, you know, where are you? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Pretty soon that thing's all infected and swells up the size of a grapefruit and now your new girlfriend's looking at you like you're a shanker from the neck up. That thing's oozing and finally busts open like... Nobody's business and all that pus and bacteria and whatnot just gush all over everything, contaminating it forever. Yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. Give me a wheelbarrow of it and don't spare the surgical gloves while you're at it. You got all of that out of a simple first date. If you'd seen what I'd seen, you'd poke your eyes out with a rusty fork. So, and let me paraphrase here, you're saying love's not all it's cracked up to be. Well, nice deduction, Sherlock. It's not all it's cracked up to be if you're me. Oh, I'm sure that couple with the chronic halitosis that finally found each other, that's like winning the lottery. For people who are actually in love, it's great. Let's face it, nothing's more annoying on the face of this planet than people in love when you're not one of them. Well, that's kind of cynical, don't you think? Most people enjoy seeing a young couple in love, don't they? Oh, there you go with that brainwashed by Hallmark crap. No, no, no. That's the conventional wisdom, you see. That's what the card candy jewelry dinner crowd wants you to think. You might as well just wear a wool sweater, you sheep. Okay, okay, okay. Set me straight. Tell me where I'm wrong. Oh, tell yourself. Think about the last time you saw a young couple out in public. You with me here? Huh? You following along? Sure am. Right there. Now. If you're out in public and you see one of those perfect young couples in prime alive every inch their nubile bodies beckoning you to your reproductive urges and every subtle motion or laugh or glance toward each other, bringing back a rush of your own memories. Yeah, taking you back to your own perfect, unmatched, pristine memory of unspoiled, pure, golden love born anew. Are you still with me? Yep. Step for step. Excellent. Now, Mr. Love Lover, if you see these people, the young couple, you're either in a relationship while you're looking at them, or you're not in a relationship, right? Sure, sure. Now, when you see these young perfect lovers, does it make your current relationship seem really great? Or does it now seem really crappy and old and jaded and cynical and gross? And if you're not in a relationship, does the perfect couple make you want to keep being single? Or does it make you want to find a big old large double-bladed scimitar and chop the young couple into tiny pieces you can then scatter to the fish? Come on now, be honest. How do they make you feel? You're a real jerk, you know that? Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. You yourself hate the young couple, but I'm the bad guy for pointing it out, uh-huh. I, I didn't say you were the bad guy, I just said you were a jerk, because you are, you're a jerk. Well, how'd you like a pointy arrow in your chest cavity, Slick? Oh, okay, 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 just, just let me ask a few more questions here. What's the best thing about love? Best? I don't know if you'd call it the best, but... Probably the sexually transmitted diseases, yeah. You gotta be kidding me. That's right, naysayer. You know it all, don't you? Don't listen to me. Don't listen to my centuries. That's right. I said centuries of experience. I mean, you gotta be kidding me. All right, right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sure you're way more experienced in STDs than I am. Okay, here's why sexually transmitted diseases are the best damn thing about love. First, and I can't stress this enough, if you've got a sexually transmitted disease, you've been doing it. That's right, you've been having sex. Now, as opposed to the common cold or chicken pox or any number of other ways you can get sick, you at least got to have your fun parts jostled with a little bit, am I right? Also, the sexually transmitted disease is a constant reminder to steer clear of any further contact with that, you know, previously hot, now tainted diseased girl that's it that's the best thing about love that's all i got Uh, that's pretty rough i can't even imagine what the worst thing about love could be Uh oh that's easy jugs jugs yeah jugs you'll have to be a little bit more specific than that well, if you look at it from the guy's perspective, that's really all that's on his mind all day. Jugs, where can I find them? Where can I get them? How can I get them? Jugs, Jugs, Jugs. If you're a girl, it's do I have them? Can I get them? And if you were born with them, they're getting in the way of everything, including eye contact, with guys. So again, just to paraphrase, the best thing about love is, is sexually transmitted diseases, and the worst thing is female breasts. Nah, you're learning. Okay, you, you have seen every single love affair in the history of mankind on Earth. What, in your opinion, was the greatest love affair of all time? Oh, that, oh that's easy. Anna Nicole Smith and that mummified old dude she married. Greatest love story ever. Anna Nicole Smith? And, you know, whatever the old rich guy's name was. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm getting misty right now just thinking about it. No Bogie and Bacall. No Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. No Bonnie and Clyde. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Why Anna Nicole and the old guy? I mean, it's not just that she had really, you know, super large... uh, It's not the jugs thing again, is it? Well, if you're going to answer your own questions, I'm going to end this interview. Okay, okay, then let's take this up a notch. Let's, you know, let's scale it up a little bit. What about you? Have you ever fallen in love? Me? Sure. First time I fell in love, I I fell hard. It was uh, junior high. Oh, so your teenage years. A girl maybe in one of your classes, right? No, no. It was one of those Sicilian-style pizzas, you know. Deep dish kind. Is there somebody for everybody? You hear that all the time. Is there really somebody for everybody? Well, Dog the Bounty Hunter has a chick. Need I say more? Good point. Uh, Can money buy you love? Okay, again, Dog the Bounty Hunter has a chick. Again, good point. So we do a thing called the lightning round where we ask you a whole bunch of questions real fast, some of which you may have already answered. Are you ready? Whatever you want, Chachi. What's the first car you ever had? AMC Gremlin. That is correct. Did you have anything to do with the St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Well, did you see any arrows there? No. That is correct. First album you ever bought with your own money? Weasels Rip My Flesh by uh, Mothers of Invention. That is obscure and correct. What did you do on your very first date? Let's see. I took my first date to the invention of fire. Yeah. That is correct. Most romantic movie you've ever seen. The Anna Nicole Smith story. Yeah, that is correct. When they make the Cupid story into a major motion picture, who will play you? Oh, probably Hugh O'Brien or Doug McClure or Frank Converse or, you know, some good-looking hunky guy like that. Uh, James Garner, Clint Walker. Because he can work a bow and arrow. Thank you for being with us. The following is a public service announcement from The Tom Gully Show. Due to recent events, we are compelled to pass along this warning for listeners of The Tom Gully Show. Tragically, over the past few weeks, a pattern of alarming occurrences has befallen listeners who have failed to support the program via social media. For example a Margaret D. from Indianapolis was struck down with chronic, incurable sudden flatulence after ignoring an opportunity to like the Tom Gully Show Facebook page. Similarly, a Chuck L. of Richardson, Texas was horrified to find that a sphincter opening had replaced his mouth after plagiarizing a Twitter posting from the show. A Marjorie H. of Tuscaloosa, Alabama passed on a chance to join the com via Google Plus and her dog, Mimsy, subsequently exploded, and both Zachary J. and Ted R. of Doylestown, Pennsylvania sent nasty emails to tom at thetomgullyshow.com and subsequently saw their genitalia blacken, shrivel, and fall off in the shower. Don't let this happen to you. Like The Tom Gully Show on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at Atomic Palooka, and join and subscribe with links at thetomgullyshow.com. Email the program via tom at thetomgullyshow.com, and when you do, good things will happen. Thank you. The preceding has been a public service announcement from The Tom Gully Show. like to thank Cupid for his appearance, even though, uh, as he said off the air, it was a major pain in his keister. And he specifically said, keister. Folks, we'd really appreciate it if you'd share this on your various Facebook pages. Trying to spread the word means trying to spread our little show here. And we need likes. We need you and all of your friends to like the show. Now. We'd appreciate it if you'd like the Tom Gully show, not me, but the show on Facebook too if the mood strikes you like I just said. And of course there's always the tomgullyshow.com. That's where you can find everything the Tom Gully show. And then there's the Tom Gully show store and we always encourage you to subscribe on iTunes for free because it's free and if it's free, well it's for me. Follow us on Twitter at Palooka 2 so I can increase my clout and cred ratings and impress Miriam Schlossberg, because if I get enough points, we're all gonna go to the aces. That'll do it for tonight. I'm out of here. I gotta go talk to some people. I'll talk to you much later. Each night, Jay Johnson brings us in with the truth wagon. And each night we take you out with catch twenty two blues by the hitman blues man, uh blues band, not blues man, although there is a blues man or two in the blues band, and that's true. Um J Johnson the Hitman and we will see you next time. Well the buck can't lift a twig for a dog a nothing big, but he don't want to. And the dog can't grab a cat, or a raccoon can do all that, but he don't want to. And I dream of you at night While you hold your baby tight But he don't want you You can see it in his eyes From the way he tells you lies he don't want you